out of this team. They're going to get out of this round. They don't have to go up and play Silent Fall immediately. And that's a benefit. They'll, they'll get some uh, more games under the belt, but it's not going to be an easy thing for them to do. And after you leave here, you're going straight in the Central. I like Medlin's defense. They're very good. Alright, next we've got Midland Heights and Central Fields out of the Central North area, the North area. This is going to be big, uh, North Midland Heights. We're looking for their first Natty. 
They've got a bunch of regional appearances, area final appearances. They've got about three or four of those. They've got a bunch of regional titles. They're hungry this year. They're going to be fighting strong this year. There's no be there's no benefit and no doubt about it. The Midland Heights Tigers taking on Central Fields is going to be a one-way game. Then they've got the Midland and Sewer City game. That's going to be huge. And when you're talking about going in the South, where they're going to be facing. They've got a long road to go, and it starts with Oakley versus Saunter. That's going to be a huge game. Then you've got Saunter Christian versus Hagendi. So Hagendi, non-conference from the Big 8. They're taking on Saunter Christian, the Sunday two team from the Big 8. Oakley waiting in the trap for Hagendi. It's going to be a matchup. Hagendi's quarterback over 30 passing touchdowns, over 2,300 passing yards. They're not putting his arm in the air as much. They want him accurate. They want him palm. That's what he's been doing. They've got a running back that can drive him down the field, and he can throw in that red zone very, very well. He's not been as active as much as you would think throwing the football, but he's still got enough for the number 30 passing touchdown. All right, next, you've got the Pineboro team versus Piney. That's going to be a huge, huge game. Yeah, Pineboro, they're going to be looking to take out that Piney Rams running back, and there's no doubt about it. That the running back behind is going to be very challenging. Pine has a national championship. Yes, it was in year 24. They haven't been back since. They haven't even been close since. But they still have that type of coaching scheme and community behind them that can make them very dangerous in the north. Alright, what about the Foil team versus Glenn South? Another non conference game in the first round of the tournament. Glenn South is very, very prepared. Very, very dangerous. They're not going to be able to maintain one of these powerful. Powerhouse teams out here until they get past these easier first round games. Glenn South can make it. I've seen Glenn and Christian take on the national championship. I think it's Glenn South's team. Alright, next we've got Glenn and Christian versus Adrian. Glenn and Christian, Adrian, you know, with the in-house limit, it's up to Adrian, I believe, I can win this game. Next we've got Glenn and East versus Glenn and South. Another in-house match, in-house conference match, it could be either one with the process. Alright, now you've got Northfield versus Southfield. I'm going to go with Northville. They've been very strong. That's why I'm arguing with the wrong, my friend. Southville, they've got their white receivers running, running back rough. And they've got a running back over 12,000 yards. That original national championship three-time runner-up Southville offense is back. These guys, yeah, they have six, six and three records. Let me tell you how they feel. And focus them getting to the first round. Now they're here. They're going to unleash a lot of powerful offense plays. And... You know, people say in Southfield a gambling city. I don't think it's tough, but you know, never could be. All right, next we got the East Coast Tigers versus Grand North Bulldogs. Give me the Grand North Bulldogs. East Coast got respectful. We've got a lot of rivalry blood on our hands. A lot of kids have left this high school and gone on to do, you know, big, big penalties within, you know, the system that brings here. And we don't want to have to get involved with that. But we still another well coached team. Another fundamental offensive power option team. They're very good. They're very, very smart. Alright, next we got the Eric Mountain versus the Central Village Pioneers. How's this going to end up? I like Eric. They've got a strong quarterback. They've been putting on everybody. They've beaten Northville, Southfield, Eastville, Grand Town, West Town. Or not Grand Town. They beat Grand Mall. This is a week and nine rematch. Eric versus Central Village. And Eric again. He lost by 20 points. Central Village, Eric. And Eric. Alright, next. Auricular Lake. We're at the pass. This place. And they're playing their backyard rival, Razzle Lake. 
9-0-8-1 matchup, what's going to happen here? I'm really looking at Ericka Lake. This quarterback's over 50 total touchdowns. He's looking at the boy nominee. 51 total touchdowns, 35 total offensive, um, offensive yards. And he plays some defense at cornerback. He's smart, he's crazy. People need to be weary with some of the things he's done. And if he gets out of this first game, playing Eric is going to be great. Then you go up and you play someone in the conference, from the Green North. You kind of stumble there, but he's going to regroup if he can continue and start with this first round game. Alright, next we've got the North, North Bird Golden Eagles taking on the Hidwell Tigers. I love both North, North Bird Golden Eagles quarterback number 16 is here. He reminds me so much of this particular quarterback. 38 passing touchdowns, 11 hits. Very strong one. He's not afraid to put the ball in the air, but he's also not afraid to lose his mind to play this game and win. And when he got 42 points on this list, he really was on the radar. And they're an 8 1 team. They could go very far. They do not have to beat a regular race. That means the North Bird Golden Eagles team can take on Avidenzel, and they can get through with the Big 12 Wild Springs, Big B South, and it's going to be big. Then you see another team that's coming up after that game, Avidenzel versus Lifemont. Avidenzel lost, Avidenzel left. Those Huskies are looking very good to see. Two wide receivers, over 2,000 yards receiving. Um, excuse me, two wide receivers, over 2,300 total offensive yards receiving. Kind of like Southfield, but flawless. They're playing their rematch on the The Avid Urban North Bulldogs, it and the North Conference game, it's going to be big. And the winner does not have to see Avid Urban in the next game. It makes Michael Kansas a rule for the country. Don't say Kansas. They're going to be playing a tough game, not something. And it may be seen an easy next game matchup despite the winning of it. Alright, Adobe Sanchez versus Dutch Bank. Adobe Sanchez, they've got a tough team on their hands. They can get out of this round. I think they have the mindset to go very far in the Alright, next, Stoke versus Gitbird. I think Stoke is going to be a very tremendous team on this tournament. Um, they don't have to see a very hard team, meaning they could walk away with a different title over the bracket that they have so far with Zipper divided dirt and Big Beach. Alright, Big Beach South, former Natty runner-up, former Natty title winner. What's going to happen here? They've got a nice four bracket themselves. Figure in the first round, maybe Big Beach Catholic. I don't know about this Beach Bowl team. they got two linebackers over 100 tackles, but is it going to be that same type of offense that we will see? With Big Beach Catholic, let alone Big Beach South. Alright, next we've got Big, um, Big City matchup. Barrington Capital versus Barrington North. Considering Barrington Capital, they've got a strong quarterback, strong history with this guy, Barrington North here. They've got a new quarterback that's coming out here this last year. He's got to catch the catch, he's got to get the touchdowns and win him. Alright, next, Barrington Berkeley versus Barrington Evo. I like how Barrington is organizing stop there. Unlock for that sex, for that uh, sectional title game, lighting the trophy and doing all that stuff. That's gonna be fun. Um, who gets there between Avon and Berkeley? It's gonna be possible. All right, next we got California Valley versus Coastline. I don't see Coastline losing California Valley. They're very organized. California Valley got a strong arm quarterback. He took a lot of heat this year. Took a loss. 
and you know you might lose to another undefeated team. Going on to against undefeated teams isn't an awful thing. You're not gonna um, be down about it forever, but it's gonna be a exciting match. All right, next we got Mike Diaz versus South Carolina. This is in conference matchup in that Coastal Conference or Western Conference Conference. I like Mike Diaz. He's a sneak team. They got a quarterback that is able to get his running back. 38 touchdowns total. He's got some confidence brought back and he's got a defensive fumble return, interception fumble return. He's really supported my team all year by himself. He's looking like a strong contender. Yes, South Coast Line, they've got to watch out. This quarterback and running back combo, they've got to watch out for this Mike team. They beat him, but it was not a very, very close game. Then you've got Cedar Call versus Lawndale. Lawndale has been on a fireball. 44 passing touchdowns, three picks from his quarterback. He's on fire, bro. Nobody's going to be able to catch this guy at wide receiver. 1,800 yards. They're going to be a possible team to contend against. There's no Cedar Call. They'll love to pull these up It's going to be a firehouse game. Alright, next we've got Rydell versus Orange County. Orange County is very tough coming game. Number 13, Cedar Camp. He's very good at catching the football in the red zone. 13 receiving touchdowns, 1,400 plus receiving yards. And he's got 60 plus catches. He's a blocking horse. And everybody loves how he can be that type of leader. You know, kind of essential hitter potential. And then he's got a nice quarterback and a good offensive line that help him get to where he needs to go. Yeah, right now, they're not going to compete with Orange this first round. And who wins? Uh, is going to see either Cedar Hall or Longdale. Not going to be easy. Alright, next we've got Hilton versus um, Waterville. And then we've got the entire Hilton bracket organized. And we've got a Hilton Metropolitan team, North Christian. Not there. They're going to take on Greentown. Well, so far, if you brought Greentown up, let me tell you. Hilton, if they're not undefeated, uh, we're going to pass Barry and Father Catholic. Yes, 9 0. They're going to make it to sectionals, win sectionals, and they're going to see Greentown in district. Believe me. And Greentown's not playing 9 0 this year out of the track. Um, then you got Layton Capital 8 1 versus Bonnet 6 3, Milltown 9 0 versus Whiteland. But let's go back to Greentown and what's happening here for the running back. Oh, not much. There's 26 points rushing yards this year. And 29 units, 12 offensive yards, next strength, and 31 total touchdowns, one punt return, one kick return for a touchdown, and everything else on the ground. This is a real original running back, a home run kid. People are going to be shocked if this team doesn't get to the national championship or at least to the area final. This is a very good, well trained grandfather team. Well, I like the track so much. I know so much about the track, and I'm going to have to disagree. I like the late Catholic Spartan. This quarterback, number 16, senior, he's a resemblance and an emblem of what happened when Leighton Capital won the National Championship in year 14 and the player of the year. He's got an 8-1 record because it's a harder team. Greentown's a harder team to play against, but I think he's going to be able to win this game and get his team past Greentown in sectionals and balance out in getting the regionals into a National Championship game. Alright, I like Milltown Tar Heels on the track and they're playing White Lane Tigers and let's talk about that game. Milltown running back, number 28. He's a senior, he's 6'3. He's got a lot of yards, 2,800 yards, and 32 touchdowns. He's been dominant in this process. 9 in the team, I would not play on the Milltown Tar Heels at all. They're not going to be playing a very, very 
dangerous team. No team has had more experience than Motown, except Motorian coming up in this round. And Motorian, they're not going to be doing it. Oh, well, well, let's look at the gate roll, but the, the gate way about confident. Um, Layton PC and Green City Christian, Layton, Layton Capital Christian, Green City Christian, and Green City Christian taking on Motorian. That's not going to be very big. Then he's got Shoreby City, 8 and 1, taking on Zerdon. And that's going to be a big game, non conference game at Shoreby City. Shoreby City, this is their first game in the postseason where, they're, um, where they are the home team in a non conference situation. So this is going to be big for Shoreby City. They get this win under the scope. This is the first time we've done it. It's going to be big. Alright, now you've got Goldie's 9 and 0 taking on Sandroven. Sandroven's back. Everybody's seeing how Sandroven is. He's falling off and everybody's moved to Shoreby City. Sandroven has not fallen off their consistency in what's happening here. They're not going to be a good enough team to start Goldie, but if their quarterback liked what we've seen when they went 7 and 2 and won the national championship beating 7 number 1 teams in a row, then yeah. But it takes that and when you look at the bracket, he's not on the path to take on seven number one teams in a row. Alright, now he's got South Coast versus Harbor City. Harbor City. They look like a team that is unexperienced against this postseason is threatening the offense of South Coast. And I have agree. South Coast got a wide receiver from over a thousand yards receiving. And he's got another buddy up to cover receiving yards. The quarterback is at eighteen hundred is at 1,800 passing yards and 19 passing touchdowns with only six hits. And he's got a nice running back and a consistent defense. They love putting the defense on the field. And then, yeah, they got a summary two record, but, you know, when you play against a fan base team that's sneaky and they don't get in the postseason, but they beat your team, you've got both deep undefeated team, they beat your team, two former national championship winners, you've got to be really focused like, hey, who's going to be helping you win here? And scheduling different teams. And now they're not playing the postseason, so let's see what happens now. Next, you've got Paul Field versus South Huntley. The last two Southwest teams that's coming out of here, no chance. No chance at all. There's also Sam Bay that's coming out of here. But Sam Bay and Paul Field are playing in South Huntley and Revere, um, in the South Central Conference bracket. So two Southwest teams are coming from the bracket is excellent. And I think they're going to do one or the other. Revere is going to South Huntley and Paul Field. I think Caulfield might not win, but I think Sandbay can beat Revere. Could be another twist. We'll see. Then he's got Dan Treban versus Treban North and Northfield versus Green City. I've got Northfield, a very, very good team. Northfield is good enough to play against any team they want to. But it starts off with these games like Green City. Yeah, Green City's got a story behind them, but you've got to continue to be who you are and play everything you are. That's very, very true. Then you've got Huntley versus South Central. Um, but, you know, the, the big big dogs behind that conference, Central City. You have the Central City Conference team, Central City Chiefs that play in the Southeast Conference. They're playing the Huntley Rebels 9-0. I like Huntley. Huntley's been tough all year. But if Huntley loses to Central City Chiefs, they're outside of the Alright, next we've got Gateboard 
faithful and join it. I mean, you've got so many churches that didn't get in that are reading in. Just all things thanks a lot. So that's a great experience. Thank you all so much for participating and listening in. Thanks. Have a great day.